CBHDD is reminding people that the Georgia Crisis and Access Line can help those worried about opioid and stimulant misuse. The toll-free number is online and is active 24-7. More information at opioidresponse.info. Hello and welcome to the Georgia Today podcast from GPB News. Today is Wednesday, May 3rd. I'm Orlando Montoya. On today's episode, a shooting in Atlanta puts the busy Midtown area on high alert. The city gets $100 million to address the affordable housing crisis, and Macon celebrates a major milestone in its redevelopment efforts. These stories and more are coming up on this edition of Georgia Today. A shelter-in-place order was lifted this afternoon for thousands of people who were locked down in their offices and homes in Midtown Atlanta following a shooting that killed one person and injured at least four others. Heavily armed law enforcement officers surrounded the Northside Hospital Midtown office on West Peachtree Street around noon. The Atlanta Police Department released a photo of the suspect and identified him as 24-year-old Dion Patterson, The situation remained fluid, but this afternoon Atlanta public schools were dismissing children from schools in the area, and the mayor and police chief were expected to speak on the matter. For the latest on this developing story, visit gpb.org slash news. Atlanta's affordable housing crisis is getting a $200 million infusion of funding to provide more people with safe places to live. As GPB's Donna Lowry reports, major financial partners are making it possible. Tonette Freeman spent 16 years with no place to live, but not anymore. It's every day when I go out my door, I turn around and look at the building because I know I got a home. The city of Atlanta found her that home, and through partnerships, leaders plan to help others looking for affordable housing. The Community Foundation of Greater Atlanta is donating $100 million from both the Woodruff and Whitehead Foundations. The city plans to match that amount through a bond. Atlanta Mayor Andre Dickens says the combined $200 million will help secure thousands of mixed-income housing units. Some will be 20% affordable, some will be 50% affordable. If they're senior housing, it could be 100% affordable. For GPB News, I'm Donna Lowry in Atlanta. If you like hearing the news from around the state here on Georgia Today, you'll probably like hearing how Georgia's agriculture economy feeds the country and the world on A Fork in the Road. I'm David Zelsky, and on the Fork in the Road podcast, we feature stories from Georgia's farmers, fishermen, merchants, artisans, chefs, and others who help provide Georgia-grown products to folks in the Peach State and beyond. Find it online at gpb.org slash podcast or download it on your favorite podcast platform. Officials in Macon-Bibb County celebrated a trio of milestones yesterday brought about by the demolition of dilapidated housing. GPB's Grant Blankenship explains. An excavator brought down the houses in a matter of minutes, marking the demolition of the 500 home in a two-year span. It's part of a major initiative of Macon Mayor Lester Miller, aiding redevelopment of the East Macon neighborhood now called the Mill Hill Arts Village. Bibb County Commissioner and Executive Director of the Okmulgee National Park and Preserve Initiative, Seth Clark, says the demolition not only means taking care of residents, but adding acreage to the Okmulgee Mounds National Historical Park, too. It also means taking care of 17,000 years of history, the majority of which came well before the people, my grandparents, your grandparents got here. Clark expects the U.S. Congress to authorize the even larger Okmulgee National Park before the end of the year. For GPB News, I'm Grant Blankenship in Macon. 
Federal workplace safety officials are investigating a construction worker's death at the site where Hyundai is building an electric vehicle plant in southeast Georgia. The company says part of the worker's safety harness failed while he was on a three-story structure in the plant on Saturday. Federal officials say there were no systemic structural issues at Savannah's federal courthouse when part of the building collapsed last month. Instead, there was insufficient support beneath just part of the third floor. That's according to the General Services Administration, which oversees federal property. They say an investigation is still ongoing and renovations there remain on hold. First built in the 1890s, the downtown courthouse largely has been closed to the public since 2021. Nearly half of those under 18 who took the Mental Health America depression screening continue to struggle with their mental health. GPB's Ellen Eldridge has more on the most recent survey. 2022 data from the nonprofit finds the number and percentage of people with moderate to severe symptoms of anxiety and depression remains higher than prior to COVID-19 when rates soared. Schroeder Stribling is president of Mental Health America. She says young people are most affected. About half of them said they were having frequent suicidal ideation. And if you look a little deeper in the data, it's youth of color and LGBTQ youth who are in at particular risk and in particular distress. She says the free and anonymous online screening allows people to check in on their own mental health and find help. For GPB News, I'm Ellen Eldridge. And Atlanta-based Delta Airlines introduced first-class seating at several smaller airports in Georgia this week. The company says it retired 50-seat regional jets from its fleet as of Monday. That means customers in Brunswick, Columbus, Albany, and Valdosta for the first time will be served with larger aircraft featuring first-class cabins. And that's it for today's edition of Georgia Today. If you'd like to learn more about these stories, visit gpb.org news. If you haven't yet hit subscribe on this podcast, take a moment right now and keep us current in your podcast feed by hitting that subscribe button. And if you have feedback, we'd love to hear that as well. Email us at georgiatoday at gpb.org. I'm Orlando Montoya. We'll see you tomorrow. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.